dumbassery. Our favorite black Israelite is back in the news, Kanye West. First, Elon reinstated him on Twitter after he was banned eight months ago for posting a tasteful swastika. And Adidas now just made $437 million selling off another batch of Yeezys. And their plan is to slowly sell off all of the remaining shoes. It's so funny that, that this company with this plan is headquartered in Germany. Dude, like, we will exterminate the rest of the shoes as a sort of final solution to these problems. But listen, I was actually able to interview Kanye about this, get his feelings on it, so... Here's that. Kanye, you've been reinstated on Twitter on the condition that you spew no more hate speech. How do you feel about that? Fuck the Jews. Oh, come on, man. We talked about this. My bad. You've been so erratic over the last year. What is it that you actually want out of life? I want to build a time machine. Why would you want to build a time machine? So I can bring Adolf Hitler to the present and have him produce my next album. Wow. He murders beats like he murders Jews. Kanye, that's unbelievably offensive. Fuck the Jews. Kanye, stop it. All they want is money. But Kanye, aren't you the one that's all about money? Before all this popped off, you were a billionaire. You can't get to be a billionaire without money being your number one goal. My only goal is to get Ken K2 take me back. Oh, okay. Is that why you've been lashing out so much? Do you miss Kim K? She was so thick and beautiful. I love her so much. Yes, you were quoted as saying, and I quote, her ass meat alone could feed 50 concentration camp prisoners. That's true. Well, Kanye, I'm going to wrap it up here because I know you have an appointment to get your Aryan Brotherhood tattoo finished. I'd like to thank you for the interview and uh, go fuck yourself. Dumbassery. Okay, real quick. Have you been following the Northwestern college football hazing story? You know how sometimes you laugh at something, not because something is funny, but because it's ridiculous? Like, that's the entirety of this story. Okay, so on July 7th, this goes back to July 7th, I guess, uh, the Northwestern College football program announced that head coach Pat Fitzgerald would be suspended for two weeks without pay as a result uh, of an investigation into alleged hazing within the football program. And they're just, like, outside of Chicago, if you're not from the U.S., and they're pretty prestigious, like, top 10, probably, uh, in the country in terms of academics. And then on July 8th, Northwestern Student Newspaper released details of what took place after they talked to some anonymous players. And one, one alleged that the team's hazing centered around a practice called running, which was used to punish team members for mistakes made on the field. If a player was selected for running, they would be restrained by a group of 8 to 10 upperclassmen dressed in various Purge-like masks, like from the movie The Purge, and they would then begin dry-humping the victim in a dark locker room. Okay. <laughs> Whenever I hear stuff like this, it's like, that's creative enough to where it makes it even more evil, because they didn't come up with that on the spot. They had to sit and think that up like in a pervert's writing room. You know, like, hey, you want to use those president masks, you know, like they use in the bank robberies? Now, let's go with the purge masks. I think the, the Reagan mask would kill my boner. I know there's always been, like, an implied level of homoeroticism in football, but these are just gay guys, right? I mean, if I was on a team and they were like, Come put your penis on the ass end of this guy's tights. I'd be like, no. You know, for several reasons. But first of all, because I'm not 
a gay person. You know, and they say it's about power, but there's plenty of ways to exert your power that doesn't include a man's asshole. And I looked up purge masks on Google. Okay, they're going for about ten dollars each. That means if ten upperclassmen were wearing the mask, that's a hundred dollar investment minimally before shipping and handling. That's the most like damning thing in this whole article. Someone had to legit take the time to order and receive several masks for the express purpose of sexual assault. They had to price check masks and look at different brands. Like, look at who had the best seller rating to decide. <laughs> I mean, someone legit had to put in their, their mailing address for this and pay over $100. Food prices are soaring, and they do this. Fuck, man. In a once-a-year tradition dubbed the car wash, the player said that some players would stand naked at the entrance to the showers and spin around, forcing those entering the showers to basically rub up against a bare-naked man. You know what? These guys were 1-11 and 11 last year. That was their record. How dare they have the audacity to do this and be terrible at football? You know what I mean? Maybe less sexual assault and more touchdowns. Have you tried that? Like, you're in creative writing for rapists. 201, you know, spending all your time on that. Be good at football, you know. I mean, I know Deshaun Watson is like a crazy person, but at least he has the decency to be a top 10 quarterback at his peak, you know. You guys are not good enough to be doing this. Like, all these people in Hollywood that get away with crazy shit, you know, like, it's usually because they're like big stars, you know. But they've got some audacity, man, being big shit and bad people. You can't be shit and a bad person, man. It is funny how that works in society. Like, the better you are at something, the more credits you have saved up for being an awful person, you know? Pat Fitzgerald, the head coach, got fired, like, a week or week ago, maybe? Something like that, because of public pressure. But, of course, uh, he only got suspended at first because rich people like to stick together, man. You know? that That's really why, because Northwestern is very richy-rich type of school, richy-rich type of place. Uh, and when he got suspended, though, he made this statement. He said, I was very disappointed when I heard about the allegations of hazing on our football teams. We hold our student-athletes and our program to the highest standards. We will continue to work to exceed those standards moving forward. I love these quotes from people that get caught up in scandals. Yeah, the people directly under my watch raped some guys. But please understand, bro, that's, like, that's not cool. Like, that, that's not... Totally. I mean, if you if you asked me, like, is it cool to sexually assault? Like, the answer is no. Just to be clear, like, it's just no. You know, totally not cool. It's like, just come on. Our bad, bro. For real. Our bad. And exceed what standards? He said, we will continue to exceed those standards moving forward. Based on what we know your standards are, it sounds like you're advocating for more rape. And like I said, Northwestern's very, like, richy rich, you know? And it's like, the whole air and culture in these high society kind of venues is always off the wall. You know, there's always skeletons. So it makes sense that, you know, something like this could fester in a program like this. It's very eyes wide shut type of shit, you know? And I don't know if you just heard that, but that was my dog aggressively snorting into the microphone. I don't know if that picked up or not, but it's very cute. So I'm going to leave it in. Dumbassery. I've got some redness on the head of my cock that I'm concerned about. I know it's not an STD because you need to have sex, for that but i go into high anxiety mode like whenever 
wonder if there's anything wrong with like my body or my penis. Because I really don't want to go to the penis doctor. Like, I know that's got to be hell. You know, but I'm afraid it's something serious. And so, like, I'm caught in this limbo of worrying if it's bad. But wondering if it's bad enough to where I need to break my fear of going to the penis doctor. Like, if it's just regular bad, maybe I can just deal with the consequences. But if it's really bad, then I have to go, right? And I'm, like, worrying which it is. Whether it's, like, regular bad or... Cock doctor bad. I don't know, I shrivel in these situations, you know. I'm talking internal peen. If I do have to go to the penis doctor, I really hope it's not a woman, because I'd be in there, like, trying to flex, you know, like, yeah, I got something wrong with my penis. It's actually, it's too big, uh, is the problem, ma'am. And, uh, no, there's no redness. Actually, there is some redness. Uh, the girl's lipstick, uh, was really red when she was sucking me off yesterday. Actually, the three girls... (laughs) We're sucking me off, and so that's why it's red. And actually, the only reason I'm here is because uh, I made a wrong turn. I was going to the condom store, and <laughs> actually, it might be worse if it's a guy, because you never want to admit pain in front of a guy. So if he like takes my penis and like squeezes out or something, and he's like, "Does that hurt?" I'd be like, "No, nah, man, that feels uh, that feels good. That feels great." Do it again! And now you're in a gay porn. I googled my symptoms, which is really like a rookie move. Like, you don't want to ever google your symptoms, especially, like, with something like this. You know, because you start connecting dots that are, they're like, yes, I've had headaches in the past week. And Google's like, yeah, well, it's got to be gonorrhea then. But that's what comes up when I type, type, type it in. I type in redness around penis head. And it tells me, you know, gonorrhea or... Urinary tract infection. When I jerk off, it doesn't hurt. When I piss, there's like, after I piss, there's like a slight burning. It's not even like a burning. It's like, it's like, you know when you high-five someone really hard and then there's like a little tingling going on for like seven or eight seconds? It's like that. It's like I just made a spectacular assist to my power forward. I'm playing point guard. He got an and one, and he comes over to dap me up, and he's a little too excited, and that's what my penis feels like after he high-fives me. Dumbassery. So I had the idea to write and perform a song in tribute of Kirstie Alley and Sue Johansson, uh, the two women that died as a, as a direct result of my goofing on them. Um, I did that, and it was really bad. But, like, not in a funny way, like a funny bad way, it was just a bad way, you know. And then I found a Cheers hip-hop instrumental remix. Yeah, and that beat is from Coal Mize Studios on YouTube. Coal Mize Studios. And I think this time, if I rap, it's going to be bad, but maybe in a funny way. So, I'm going to rap. I'm going to rap a tribute <laughs> to, uh, to these two lovely women. Uh, so for context, a while ago, uh, I started watching Cheers, the old the old 80s sitcom, and I loved Diane, the female lead, mostly because she had a great body. It's the kind of body that makes me feel bad for gay guys, because they'll never fully understand the gravity of her titties. For whatever reason, like, 80s girls are so hot to me. I don't know why. Like Marissa Tomei. I'd go 60 seconds in the ring with Prime Tyson. For a handy from Marissa Tomei. 
And the crazy thing is, bro, is I don't really even think I'm joking. You know, like the worst that would happen, I guess, is he, okay, he hits me immediately. I go down, right? He knocks me out. Chances of death are pretty low, right? Assuming he doesn't keep punching me in the head after I'm down and it's just like one knockout, that's it. I'd do that easily for a hand job from Marissa Tomei. Uh, the show was like a really well oiled machine, man. It was like really quick jokes. Anyway, I was, I was doing like episode you know, 12, 15, something of this show. And I was going on a rant about plastic surgery and how dumb it is. And it randomly occurred to me that maybe Shelley Long, the actor who played Diane, might have had a nose jab because she looked slightly different in season five. Uh, curiosity led me to Google her. And as I was Googling her, I saw an article that revealed that she actually left the show in the season that I was about to watch. Here's that clip. Wait, hold on. She left? Oh, spoilers. Oh, Okay, this is bullshit. The actress starred in several films since leaving Cheers in 1987, six years before it ended. Well, god damn it. Fuck my ass, dude. So, me finding out like that, her replacement stood no chance with me, pal. They replaced her with Kirstie Alley, of course, and the show for me immediately nosedived. And her character was, like, the worst of 80s women because they gave her, like, those pantsuits, those boxy pantsuits to wear. And, like, her body looked like Grace Jones' head in terms of, like, its boxy nature. Her character really didn't make any sense, honestly. And they'd have these storylines where, like, she wants her boss and then she wants some British scam artist guy. And her whole character was basically that she was just kind of dopey. And I shit on her pretty bad. And, like, right after the episode, she died. You know? And she made me feel very bad. You know, I was a little pissed off at her for doing that to me, actually. You know, she could have waited. But, uh, she was in the tabloids a lot. As someone that would, like, gain weight and lose weight, you know, often. She almost kind of had, like, a second run in the 2000s. Just, like, this person who was, like, kind of chubby. I always thought that she looked better. Bigger, actually. And, I think... Kirsty made up for her horrific Cheers character when she did those ads for Jenny Craig, which was a, a weight loss meal plan service in the mid-2000s, and we looked at some of those uh, upon her death. Here's that. I'm sure that she saved thousands and thousands of people with her Jenny Craig commercials, including my favorite, where she climaxes to Fettuccine! Hey, you're chubby too. Let's lose weight together. They have really yummy food. That'll make it easy for us. They have chicken fettuccine. I'm not kidding when I say that might be one of my favorite deliveries in any medium, in any type of acting, ever. It's like it's up there with Marlon Brando and you come to me on this, the day of my daughter's wedding. Like it's up there with that. It's a brilliant line reading. Nobody could have told her to read the line like that. That's all Kirstie Alley. And listen, if I was a fat... 43-year-old housewife, up late, it's 11.30 p.m., I'm watching The Oxygen Network, or E, when that was around, you know, when they had, like, uh, True Hollywood Story? If I was a fat housewife, and I heard that line reading, and I was like, yeah, I'm fat, too, I'd love to eat Fettuccine with Kirstie Alley, I would have picked up the phone and made the call. Yeah, so she died. And then this last show, we goofed on this woman, Sue Johansson. She was like this old lady who had a TV show in the early 2000s 
Uh, and even though she looked like a sweet grandma, she'd talk graphically about sex, and she'd take these phone calls, and she would talk about sex in, like, this really serious way while doing it in the funniest possible way, and she'd pull out these sex objects and demonstrate on them. So what you do, you start off with kissing, licking, and sucking, and then you you um, just take the head of the penis in your mouth. Okay. okay, and then you drool. Yeah, so then right after I recorded that, she fucking died. Uh, so one is a coincidence, two is a pattern, and so I've taken the title, The Grim Reaper of Pussy, reluctantly, but this is, uh, this is how it is. It's your boy Cole, Cole Miles on the Rest in peace, Sue Johansson, you old sexy slut. Pussy full of dust, but the titties were robust. Death was abrupt, I heard the news and now it's crushed. Now who go advise girls on how to take it in the bus? Is he using condoms for bottle sex? No. Lisa, Lisa, think. Yes. He is putting his penis in your rectum, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That rectum has feces in there. Feces in there. Feces, feces, feces in there. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. It's your boy, And Kirstie Alley, the worst part of Cheers, resurrected her career with microwave meals, but the real snack was a big fat ass, lay my head in the crack and come just from that. It's your boy Cole, Cole Miles on the beach. Shout out Hodgin Cemetery, shout out McLovin Cemetery, they laid up, rest in peace. Dumbassery. Lizzo is being sued for sexual harassment. To me, I think this puts Lizzo fans in a very tough spot. You know, Do they go with their idol, or do they believe all women? It's the Sophie's Choice for annoying feminists. You know, going through this lawsuit and, and what they were talking about, like, nothing seems that crazy, like, in a world that hasn't gone crazy. You know what I mean? Like, like there, there are parts of it where they, they say that uh, Lizzo's team would talk a lot about one of the dancers' virginity, and that made her uncomfortable. And, I, and like you can imagine, like if a bunch of girls are sitting around saying, "Ha ha, you're a virgin," or "When are you gonna lose your virginity?" Like it's like you know, it's like not that crazy, but in a world where jokes or ribbing or having fun uh, are all illegal, you can't say shit like that. You can't have any camaraderie. In addition to sexual harassment and a hostile work environment, the suit brings claims for religious and racial harassment, false imprisonment, <laughs> interference with prospective economic advantage, among other allegations. How, for False imprisonment? I'd love to see Lizzo try to imprison me, bro. Just throw a ding-dong. Just throw a box of ho-hos and <laughs> see that bitch run. <laughs> I mean, that's so many things that she's being accused of. Like, I feel like the number one rule for, like, a bullshit fleecing lawsuit is 
you got to have like one or two strong things, right? Instead of like seven middling things, you know? Like there's something in here about how somebody on the team would always talk about how religious they were and they would proselytize to the other dancers. And it's like, yeah, that's annoying, I guess, and weird, but is that really actionable? I mean, for a lawsuit? I mean, I guess to the letter, maybe it is, but I think the problem with like, when you hang out with Wokies is they'll take the, these little things over time, they'll nitpick and they'll blow them up out of proportion. You know, that's what happens when uh, you deal with these kind of people. And I think Lizzo's hitting that reality. I mean, I have heard in, in lawsuits, you just want to claim everything and anything. You know, like you list as many things as possible, hoping that something will stick. Like, that's what I've heard about lawsuits. Like, I mean, I'm not, listen, I'm not in the business of suing people, but they are. So, you know, they must know something, I guess. Although, to be fair, some of the shit is weird. Like, there was an after party at a strip club, and Lizzo made some of the girls do some weird shit. But first, I mean, can you imagine, like, walking into your favorite strip club, and you just see Lizzo there in a thong, and you just think to yourself, ah, oh, they've really dropped the standards in here. <laughs> the suit states that uh, Lizzo's after parties were routine and non-mandatory, but uh, those, atten those who attended were favored by the singer and had greater job security. Well, yeah. I mean, that's like how it works with everything. You know, you go with your boss to the bar or you become friends with the manager or something in any career, of course you're going to go further. I mean, that's just life. I mean, so much of stand-up, for example, is just hanging out. At the club, though, Lizzo allege allegedly began inviting cast members to take turns touching the nude performers, catching dildos launched from the performers' vaginas, and eating bananas protruding from the performer's vagina. Wow. Lizzo's competing with the Northwestern football team for the weirdest thing you can force your underlings to do. But really, I've never understood that whole, like, performance thing, like, where all these strippers feel like they have to do some wild shit, you know, like, bananas out of their pussy, and they're launching shit. Just take your clothes off. I mean, it's really, it's very simple why people go to strip clubs and it's not that it is not for that it's not for fruit ninja triple x it's just not lizzo then turned her attention to one of the people in the suit miss davis uh and began pressuring her to touch the breasts of one of the nude women uh davis declined and lizzo let a chant goading her to do so finally the chant grew louder uh and the visibly uncomfortable miss davis engaged with the performer I gotta bring this up just because of just because it's like come on, I would love to see this play out in real life. So Davis recorded an April twenty seventh meeting because she suffered from an eye condition that sometimes left her disoriented in stressful situations. And days later, Lizzo held an emergency meeting and she became furious, hurling expletives at the group, and said that she was going to go around the room person by person until someone told Lizzo who made the recording. Davis then acknowledged recording the meeting, and when Davis said she hadn't meant any harm. Lizzo allegedly responded, there's nothing you can say to make me believe you. Mrs. Quigley and Lizzo took turns berating Mrs. Davis, at which point she was fired on the spot. Before leaving the meeting, Rodriguez told her that she felt disrespected and would resign, 
and Lizzo responded by cracking her knuckles, balling her fist, and using an expletive to tell Rodriguez that she was lucky. As Rodriguez left, the suit says Lizzo raised both her middle fingers and yelled a slur. Dude, can you imagine being physically threatened by Lizzo? I mean, I feel like Lizzo has maybe some firepower on social media. Like, she, she can get her fucking chunky goons after you, you know? But, real life, bro, I mean, come on, you know? She might look like George Foreman, but she don't got the firepower he did. Anyway, I mean, reading through this thing, I mean, it, it feels like, you know, there's some stuff that's legitimate, maybe some stuff that's not, but there's some stuff that does make her look like a fucking bitch. But you know how in most lawsuits, man, people always come forward, man, there's more allegations. And I want to say, actually, that more people have come forward. And we've actually got exclusive audio uh, of, of a few people that have made some more accusations. Here's that. My name is Jason, and I was the production manager for Lizzo's last tour. And actually, just after the tour, my wife was giving birth in the hospital. And Lizzo came in and started twerking on the doctor. So much that he passed out. And I had to deliver the baby myself. So I'm suing her for excessive twerking on a medical professional. My name is Tony. I was the stage manager for Lizzo. She upgraded me to a first class on a flight we were on together. I thought she wanted some company, but uh, she actually just started eating entire bags of cookies every three minutes. And she would make me hold the cookie bags even as they got into the triple digits. When I asked her why they couldn't just be thrown away, she said that she uses them as containers to mail her dirty panties back home so she could save on laundry costs. I said, doesn't it cost more to mail your underwear back home than it does to just wash it? And that's when she started twerking on me. My name is Mark, and I was Lizzo's personal chef. I was originally born in Mexico, where I worked in the blistering heat for 17 hours a day, climbing roofs, but nothing could have prepared me for the demands of being Lizzo's personal chef. She would wake me up at two in the morning and demand I make her a peanut butter and banana sandwich using a banana that was found in a Dutch stripper's pussy. There was one time when I requested that I have the night off for my daughter's quinceanera. And on the night of the quinceanera, I was there dancing with my daughter when Lizzo showed up with a banana and a jar of peanut butter and said, I'm your daughter now. At which point she got undressed, got on the floor, and shot the banana from her pussy into my eyes and I am now legally blind partially from the banana and partially from the fact that I've seen Lizzo naked. Dumbassery. 